2: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
1: On the line with us now is Trey Wingo. Trey is brought to us today by Caesars Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250 and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Welcome back, Trey.
0: Oh, Keith, I love the fact that you still play the message, my man. You remember? Can't get any better than that. That's
1: Paulie. That's that's all, Paulie. Paulie knows, had it queued up for you. Well, I appreciate that, Paulie. Well, let's get into it, right? I uh, already, you know, told the audience that I think you know everything about the NFL. I know we all can't know everything, but I, I've listened to you a lot. I think you, you have a ton of NFL knowledge. And I talked about how when I first had you on, I called you our, like, you know, national sports uncle, right? Like an older uncle that you can go to for sports knowledge. He knows everything. And I grew up watching you on ESPN. Big fan. And glad that you're back on the fan.
0: Thanks, brother. Always good to be with you. Let's chop it up.
1: So let's start with the NFL. I mean, there's so many different ways to go. Uh, let's start with this Germany game, okay? I, I like what the NFL does with London. I'm actually headed out to London uh, Thanksgiving I would love to see a game. I know the Jaguars are a fixture out there, but Germany, no, this is new. Uh, You get Geno Smith and the first-place Seahawks versus Tom Brady and the first-place Bucks. They're expecting Tom Brady to win. They're also expecting almost 70,000 fans out there. Supposedly 3 million people requested tickets. What are you thinking about this 9.30 game on Sunday? Well, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time.
0: Yeah, first of all, uh, as Jets and Giants fans would know, if you said Geno Smith and the first-place Seahawks before this season, a lot of New York fans would have said, what the hell are you talking about, right? <laughs> like, I mean, let's just be honest. Like, Geno's last start with the Giants was the the game where they interrupted Eli Manning's uh, record start streak. Shame. At, uh, shame. Uh, that was, right, exactly. Game of Thrones, full shame right there. Ring the <laughs> bell as she's walking from the Red Keep. So it's, it's a remarkable thing that we're seeing out of Geno Smith, and- You know, this is why I believe, and I know everyone in New York thinks that the only two candidates for Coach of the Year are Robert Saul and Brian Dayball, and they have done great jobs. But you're going to tell me that Pete Carroll has found a way to resurrect Geno Smith's career, and they're in first place in the loaded NFC West? So, yeah, I have to believe that Pete Carroll is in the discussion for Coach of the Year as well. Um, It's remarkable. And quite frankly, the other remarkable thing is Geno Smith's first place looks a lot better than Tom Brady's first place, right? For sure. Like, that's all that's also insane although Brady and Keith I I think you'll love this he could become the first NFL player ever to have a victory in four different countries obviously he's dominated the U.S. he's won in London he's won in Mexico City and now in the first ever German game he has a chance to knock that one off his country uh a bingo card
1: yeah he's probably thinking about that I'm sure he knows that and knowing Tom Brady he's got a chip on his shoulder that's motivation and uh even though the the Bucks are, are favored. Maybe, you know, I was thinking about betting the Seahawks. Now I'm thinking um, Tom's not going to go over there to lose.
0: No, he's not. But, you know, it's, what's really been interesting about uh, international games this year, and the Giants have been a part of this, is that the underdogs have ruled their 3-0 and uh, so far this year in international games. So the fact that Seahawks are getting points actually probably bodes well for them.
1: Interesting. Now you talked about Pete Carroll as Coach of the Year Here comes Jeff Saturday with eight games to show the world that he was the right pick for interim head coach. What were your thoughts when it came across the ticker that Jeff Saturday has been hired after Frank Wright got fired?
0: Well, Keith, I got to be honest with you and everybody listening. I'm not unbiased when it comes to Jeff, okay? Like, I, I just need to be clear about that. He is one of my best friends. Like, he's a guy that I would trust with my family, my house, my money, my car, everything that I have, I would feel secure in knowing that Jeff Saturday was in charge of it. Mm. So that you need to understand that sort of relationship that he and I have. All that being said, when I heard the news, the first thing I thought was I can't believe they hired him. <laughs> now that's not to suggest that I don't think he's potentially capable. I look, he played 15 years. He played with hall of famers. He went to super bowls. He knows how to get it done, but you have two. you have two former head coaches on that staff right hey, now john fox it's is there <laughs> gus gus bradley and john fox who by the way say whatever you want about john fox you may not like him you may not think he's the greatest he took two different teams to super bowls okay he took the carolina panthers there in super bowl 38 against the patriots and he took the denver broncos there in 2013 uh against uh, against the seahawks so he's he's done he's done very well i know that probably didn't sit well in the room um, but there's a PR part of this that we need to acknowledge. Like I was in Indianapolis for the chiefs Colts game week three, and there were more Jeff Saturday commercials than Peyton Manning commercials in Indianapolis. He is a revered figure there. He's in the hall of fame or their ring of honor, rather, excuse me. He's, he's uh, been a consultant to the team before. It's kind of crazy, but on one level maybe it's not so crazy now i will say i didn't like jim Mersey's comments keith when he said I, I like the fact that he's not scared and he's not which is basically just crapping all over every single coach that you have in the building on your staff you know yeah i, I thought that Jim made it worse quite frankly along those marks but jeff is smart okay he understands he understands the situation like one of my favorite lines from his press conference was i feel like i'm drinking from a fire hydrant which is a fast way of saying this is coming <laughs> to me pretty quick and I just need to stay above water. You know, he understands that. Um, he's the first coach to be a head coach in the NFL Keith, without a drop or a second of coaching experience in college or the NFL. Since Norm Van Brocklin got the job with the Eagles in the early sixties. So this could not be more outside the box. Is it going to work? I have no idea. Do I want it to work? Because I, I love and respect Jeff Saturday. Absolutely. But I also fully appreciate that it can be perceived as somewhat disrespectful to everybody else who puts in all the time and the effort to get these opportunities. So uh, it's a real double-edged sword for me. Like, nothing would make me happier than to see Jeff Saturday succeed, but I completely understand why people are freaking out about this.
1: Sure. It just came out of left field to us, but internally, maybe not. I mean, I understand Jeff Saturday is a legend there, and I know he's a football guy, and uh, I love what he had to say. I didn't like what Jim Ursay had to say. We were actually yeah. on, and I think Paulie was producing for me that night. We were just laughing. We were pulling the uh, the clips. Or maybe it was Connor. We were pulling the clips from Jim Ursay, and he's talking about, you know, we're in the upper quartile of winners. Uh, Whatever that NFL. means. Because you, know. <laughs> you had Peyton
0: Manning. That's why. You had Peyton Manning, bro.
1: Let, let's be honest. Hey, right. that was – and I literally went back. I'm like, when did Peyton Manning step in? 98? And then all those – okay, so that's why you were in that upper quartile. Correct. Either way, Correct. whatever, they're playing the Raiders. And, uh, you know, they changed Twitter this week. And a report came out from a fake Adam Schefter that Josh McDaniels was fired and people jumped all over that. I knew that wasn't the truth, but maybe Vegas just isn't the right place for a football team. It's the most expensive place for a fan to go see their football team. But something just is not clicking over there. And maybe the Colts can beat them. Maybe the Colts can knock them off in uh What's it, Allegiant Stadium out there in Vegas? I, I yeah. got to get there one day.
0: It, well, first of all, the stadium is ridiculous. Like SoFi and Allegiant Stadium are the coolest stadiums uh, in the league. Just, just so people understand, they built Allegiant Stadium like the world's largest pair of Maui gym sunglasses. And the, the reason I say that is you can't see in because it's, you know, it, it's dark, but when you're on the inside looking out, it's crystal clear. Like it's really very cool. That's cool. cool. Yeah, it is. The Raiders are a mess, though. And Josh McDaniels is a part of the problem. Uh, Waller's on injured reserve. Hunter Renfro's on injured reserve. So, like, as bad as the situation might be in Indianapolis with how quickly they're getting things up to speed, the Raiders might be the perfect team for them to play this week.
1: (laughs) I think they might figure out a way. I don't know. We'll see. How about Josh Allen, man? Josh Allen coming into the season, him and the Bills. Josh Allen, MVP. The Bills are the Super Bowl favorites. Everybody's picking the Bills, the Bills, the Bills. Well, any given Sunday, they ran into the Jets. And not only did the Jets beat him, I think yeah. they've knocked Josh Allen out for this week. They, they're they saying he's day by day, now hour by hour. But it's Josh Allen. You've got him signed. He's your future. He's got a problem with his throwing elbow you should probably let Case Keenum face his former team this week. What are you thinking about the Bills' chances against the Vikings, who only have one loss, and uh, Josh Allen not playing this week?
0: Yeah, Keith, it's hour to hour because it's not minute to minute yet, right? That's, I mean, that's,
1: that's <laughs> Yeah, that, that'll, that'll come be, Saturday, tomorrow yeah, night.
0: It's, and Sunday it'll be second to second. Um, <laughs> here's the thing you need to understand. Uh, he's had this injury before on that same elbow. It right. was in 2018, and he missed four games. Now, I don't know if this one is as severe, but understand whenever they call it a sprain, a sprain is a fancy word for a tear. So whenever someone says there's a sprain, that means there's a tear of the ligament. Mm -hmm. And whenever you look at it, is it a one first degree sprain, second-degree sprain, whatever? So whenever you hear the word sprain, just think tear because those things are symbiotic. They're the exact same thing. So the question is, are you willing to risk Josh Allen potentially missing the rest of the season if he aggravates that tear with another awkward hit as opposed to letting it rest as much as possible with everything that's on the line. And here's the other interesting thing for Buffalo, because, you know, everyone at when they went into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs 2420 a few weeks ago, they clearly had the path to home field advantage. And then they sort of played with their food with the Green Bay Packers in that Sunday night game. They could have beaten the Packers by whatever number they wanted. They just sort of let them hang around. And then they got beat up by the Jets. I mean, they got beat up. But let's be, quest- let's, let, let's be clear. They got, they got punched in the mouth yeah. by the Jets. Last year, when the Bills went into Kansas City and won 38-20, to and everyone thought, well, here goes Buffalo, they proceeded to lose five of their next eight games. And now you have a situation where Josh Allen is banged up. Jordan Poyer is banged up, who's in a phenomenal safety. Micah Hyde still has not returned uh, from his injury. Buffalo needs to avoid the doldrums. Remember, last year they went to Jacksonville, and Josh Allen, the defensive end, had a much better game than Josh Allen, the quarterback. Right. Buffalo has got to find a way, with or without Josh Allen, to get through these mid- to sort of late-season doldrums that plagued them. Where they had the inside track to the number one seed and, and the AFC last year, and they gacked it away. And their schedule start, is starting to look much more difficult going forward. This is a real litmus test game, not only for Buffalo if Josh doesn't play, but also for Minnesota. Uh, because everyone's kind of looked at Minnesota and like, ah, who are they? What are they doing? You look at their next four games, they're all against teams right now with winning records. And the next four weeks are going to decide exactly what Minnesota is.
1: Now, in that division... It's undecided, the AFC East. My guy Jimmy is a a Dolphins fan. Called up last night, and he's got me thinking about the Dolphins. He's, you know, saying the Dolphins are for real. The Dolphins are legit. It's uh, the anniversary of the undefeated season. The Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl, and there's a lot of Dolphins fans that are feeling like this is their year to get back, and I'm not really going for it. I feel like they have a first-year head coach who is a great head coach, but they have a quarterback that they absolutely have to keep protected and upright, and without him – they don't have much. What are you thinking about the Dolphins this year? I know they have the two fastest wide receivers yeah. and their defense. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes their defense is shaky, but they do enough in these games where the offense can always bring them back. But do you think they're a legit team? Do you think they're a contender to get to the Super Bowl this year?
0: I think they're a playoff team, potentially. And that's the best thing I can say about the Dolphins, especially after the last few years. And there's a lot to sort of go through here. By the way, I want Mike McDaniels to succeed because he's different, okay? Okay. He does things differently. He acts differently, and he's not afraid to be himself. I respect that about him, and I love the fact that he's taking a unique approach. Uh, Let's talk about the defense for a second. The difference in the Miami Dolphins defense at home and on the road is spectacular. I'll give you an example. Um, The Chiefs are the number one scoring offense, and we should talk about the Chiefs in a second. The Chiefs are the number one scoring offense in the NFL at just under 31 points per game. When Miami goes on the road, they give up an average of 32.5 points per game, which is a fancy way of saying outside of Miami, the Dolphins' defense makes every offense they play look better than the Kansas City Chiefs. That's a real problem, and they have to figure that out. And they hope they figure that out with Bradley Chubb. That was their big play to, to get him in there. He had a grand uh, total of one tackle in that uh, win over the, over the Bears. Again, where a, a stagnant offense, they gave up 32 points too. So their defense has to get more consistent. The Tua thing is great, like, but Tyreek Hill is a freak show. And the reason Tua is good is because he's throwing to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Let's just be honest about it. Like, what quarterback wouldn't succeed? Jalen Waddell on one side, Tyreek Hill on the other, yeah. Mike Gesicki underneath, and Raheem Mostert, and now Jeff Wilson running the ball. That's a recipe for success
1: for Tim Tebow.
0: Let alone Tua to Tonga by law.
1: For me, <laughs> I think I can complete some passes, get some yards if I get the ball in their hands. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm not taking anything
0: away from Tua. He's doing exactly what he should doing with those wide receivers. But the reason he's having the season is because of the weapons he has. And now let's talk about Kansas City, who lost Tyreek Hill. They lost Tyreek Hill in the offseason. And their offense is better this year than it was a year ago. Yeah. Across the board, they're the number one scoring offense. They have more 30-yard pass plays this year than they did last year with Tyreek Hill. And Andy Patrick Reed. Mahomes. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes, playing one less game than Joe Burrow and Tom Brady because of the bye, has more passing yards and more touchdown passes than anybody in football. The lead. Like we <laughs> we could slice this any way you want, but if you don't think he's the dude of all dudes, then you do not understand what you're watching. And I'll put it another way. With the win they had uh, last Monday night, or last Sunday night rather, over Tennessee. Patrick Mahomes has now won 23 straight games in the months of November and December, (laughs) which is like being Mariano Rivera, okay? He's a frickin' closer. And to put that in perspective, they only kept these stats going back to 1950. The longest streak before his 23 is 17 in a row. Set by Peyton Manning and Daryl LaMonica. So he has lapped the record for most consecutive wins for a quarterback in the months of November and December when it's the most important thing. Yep. And we'll take it one step further. Uh, this is, you know, they had their bye week. They came back and won after the bye, which is what Andy Reid always does. He's 20 and 3 after a bye week, and Patrick Mahomes is 5 and 0 oh after a bye week. But we went back and looked, Keith, every regular season game in Patrick Mahomes' career after the bye. The Chiefs are 20 and three. Over the last three years after the buy, they're 17 and one. The only loss after the buy in 2019 or 2020, 2021 and 2022 now, uh, is that January 2nd game in Cincinnati, where they were up by 14 twice, up by 11 at the break, and somehow found a way to sort of gack that away. This, this chief's team knows when it's time to get down to business. And I think they're going to have a lot of fun at Jacksonville's expense Sunday in a rare 1 o'clock game for the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Yeah, Arrowhead will be rocking early. I mean, I'm on record saying that the Chiefs will be the Super Bowl winners on w f a When everybody's picking the Bills, I'm like, I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. He's the best quarterback I've seen in this league. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs and their new offense without Tyreek Hill. And look, I mean, they even picked up Kadarius Toney, put him right in there. Uh, the Chiefs are rolling. It might be Chiefs-Eagles. You think the Chiefs uh, e- meet the Eagles? You think the Eagles are going to go undefeated? I don't.
0: I don't. And, again, it's, it's nothing against the Eagles. And, quite frankly, you know, they've only played eight games, which means they have nine games left to play. So, until they get to 11-0 and or even 12-0, and when you still have five games left yeah, to play. Yeah, they're not
1: in the neighborhood yet.
0: <laughs> is, yeah, we are. We are not in that neighborhood. We are way premature for that. It's taking nothing away from them, and Jalen Hurts is a top three MVP candidate, and they should have no problem with Washington on Monday night, but we need to pump the brakes on the idea of an undefeated season for Philadelphia until we get to massive double-digit numbers.
1: Last but not least, your thoughts on the success we're having here with these New York football teams, the Jets and the Giants are good. They are, and it's it's really refreshing, because
0: in a day and age where we're talking all about quarterbacks, right, we just talked about Josh, and we talked about Jalen, of course, the alien unicorn who poops orange sherbet ice cream and patrick mahomes um the jets and giants are finding ways to do it without exceptional quarterback play and daniel jones is playing the best of his career i want to be clear but it's not like he's dominating the way these other quarterbacks are and the jets with zach wilson are just trying to make sure he doesn't lose them the game like he did in that game against eventually when they dropped their 13th straight to the patriots he didn't do that against buffalo And the defense found a way to carve out a win. So what's most impressive to me about what Brian Dayball and about what Robert Sala have done is they're finding different ways to win than the accepted formula in the NFL, which would be have a
1: stellar quarterback. There it is. Trey, you're the man. I look forward to talking to you. And now that you're back, uh, I'll see you next Friday. Keith, always a
0: pleasure, my man. Always have fun. Enjoy it.
1: That was Trey Wingo. Trey is brought to us today by Caesars Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250, and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older.
2: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.